<laughs> so welcome to the MF and Block Podcast, episode seven. Number seven. Uh, number seven. What comes after six? Seven. You can't do six minute abs. You can't do abs <laughs> in six minutes. <laughs> uh, so our guest this week, our good friend, Joe. What's happening, Joe? Hey. What's up, Joe? What's going on, fellas? How you doing? Just chilling, hanging out. Just yeah. chilling, drinking. I just painted. I just painted my wall. <laughs> oh, you did? <laughs> yeah. Did you? Did just, you? Was it? Is it like a, like velvet? Or was it just like a? It's like acrylics. What the hell did you? Have? Tell me all about it. What you do? It's wa- watercolor. <laughs> watercolor. <Yeah>. Watercolor. <laughs> I haven't watched that movie in a while. It's pretty funny, though. What movie was that? Team America World Police. Oh, uh, yeah. 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 Fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So how you been, Joe? You know, been getting old. Like, I don't know. I feel like I've aged like five years in the last six months, pretty much. For sure. <laughs> I did actually just age a year on Tuesday. I was was my 39th birthday. Happy birthday to you. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. I think I, knew, I think I knew about that. I think I meant to call you, but I don't think I did. Cause oh. Joe, I don't, I don't give a fuck, man. But I, pre- <laughs> I appreciate it. I appreciate maybe you, you thought about it. I don't give you a call. Just randomly. That's cool, man. That's, <laughs> that's all I want. That's all I want, man. <laughs> right on. So Joe, ever ever since I've known you, I, I've always I've always known that you've been uh, well. Actually, before we're going to talk about wrestling, but before I get there, you and two other friends of ours—we're all mutual friends. We all grew up together. Right. Um, you and two other friends uh, happened to, to to be fucking. It's not even lucky enough. You guys were smart enough uh, to make your way into a fucking game show. Uh, <laughs> And you I figured that's, figure that's where you're going with that, Pat. <laughs> and you had uh, your team were the Laser Wolves, and yeah. like, what was that whole experience like? Like, how did how did that shit even start? Like, how did you even how did you know so, about the show? Was that VH1 um, or MTV? Uh, VH1. 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 Yeah. VH1, yeah. Um, so I think it was it was me and our and our two mutual friends. We're I think we're sitting around that that house on Queen City that that dump that we used to live in there. <laughs> um, and somebody saw it. I think like our, like, uh, like our other roommates subscribed, like entertainment weekly, I think like something like one of those, like bullcrap entertainment magazines. And they had like an ad for it, like world series of pop culture tryouts, you know, thought, you know, go online, fill out this application. So we were like, okay, we went online. I, you know, we were like half in the bag. When we did it. I think. And like we filled it out. And I swear to God, like 15 minutes later, this is like, this is like, you know, 1030 at night on a Friday or something, you know, 15 minutes later, like the producer of the show, like emails us like, you guys, please, we need you to try out. Cause like, you know, we were just like, it was funny. Whatever crap that we wrote. I don't remember what we wrote, <laughs> but it, it was funny. Like, no, we need you guys to try out. So it happened to coincide the traps for Chicago. I'm pretty sure Ween was playing that weekend in Chicago. So we're like, nice. oh, oh, yeah. let's go try for this game show and go see Ween. <laughs> I could be wrong about that, but I think that was that weekend. Um, so we went up there. We tried out. There was like 300-something teams. Then they whittled it down to 16. Then we did a tournament. We won that tournament out of the 16 teams. And 
they brought us on the show. So, you know, we, I was like, oh, no. a couple months later, we fly out to New York. That's how um, impressive you know, alone right there. That's pretty awesome. I mean, yeah. you, you, <laughs> they yeah. liked you enough and they, and you, you beat enough people to. Right. Yeah. So, so we go out there, we, you know, I've never been, I've never been in New York since actually. Um, and they put us up in a hotel. Like it's like, it was right across the street from Carnegie Hall, like kind of like midtown Manhattan. And like the next morning at like eight in the morning, we go to like film. Like we were the first episode we were the first team on the first episode of the show. And so, you know, we're there and but did the makeup and all that crap. And like, then that same producer guy, like right as we're about to go out, he leans over and is like, you guys better fucking win. I'm like, <laughs> okay. Because we were like, because the people we were going up with were just douches. And we were like, you know, you know how we were when we were 24. <laughs> like just, you know, we were just slacker idiots. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but we were funny. So. Dude probably had the money on you too. Yeah, yeah. We went out there and we did okay, but then we ended up losing in that first round. And you could see the guy like in the back of this theater just going like he was like banking on us to like at least, you know, we got a what was the what was the name of the show? Uh the World Series of Pop Culture. Yeah. And and uh so who I'm sure you can find it online. Yeah, you can. You can our episode. If you just type in laser wolves, laser wolves. That was our team name. If you type that in if you type it in YouTube, it's like the first thing that comes yeah. up. Yeah. But who exactly do you uh give the credit to uh for your loss? Um uh, <laughs> Zach, yeah. I mean they, they, you know they, I think he I think he gives it to himself as well. <laughs> so I believe so. Yeah, but I, 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 I miss I miss the most I miss the most embarrassing question though. Like a question that I should have gotten right and just completely tanked on. You guys definitely should have gone a lot farther than you did, for yes. sure. I so mean, the, the, so all the, three of you, you. The episode you were on that was filmed in New York, right? Correct. And uh, what was your experience like in New York? I heard there were some really cool hot spots to check out. <laughs> um, so you know, like the first night we kind of we kind of laid back a little bit. We had went out a couple drinks. And we had to get up early in the morning and do that. And then, you know, like you went around New York City all day. We were, I mean, we were done with the whole thing by like 9 30 in the morning. Like, done. Oh, shit. like done. yeah, <laughs> it was done. You know, uh, the, the, the draft was actually the NFL draft was at Radio City Music Hall, like right around the corner from the theater we were in. So, like, I saw like Matt Weiner walking around. I, I forget who else, <laughs> like a whole bunch of other dudes, like, that were in the draft just like milling around because it was right around the corner. Um, and then, you know, we, we, you know, we went out and saw stuff, saw New Yorkie stuff, and then, uh, kind of split up and it was me and Matt and Zach and I was somebody, and then we ended up hooking up with some friend of his, and then we just went out and just partied like, I mean, all night. So <laughs> I was an idiot and I took like 250 bucks to New York for like four days. Like that was gonna work, you know. Oh, like, man. oh yeah, yeah, that's plenty. That's plenty of cash. That's lunch. That's just lunch, dude. You fucked <laughs> right. up. <laughs> so <laughs> after, so after that, we there. still had all day Sunday. We weren't flying back till Monday, and I woke up the next morning and I had like fourteen dollars left. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> you, know? you know, they got they got a dollar menu in New York too at McDonald's and. I had a subway pass, so <laughs> yeah, like, just made the best of it. Sounds like you had a pretty good time, though. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. <laughs> it 
It was like 15 years ago. That was a while ago. Wasn't it was it? a while. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So you've been a you've been a avid wrestling fan like pretty much your entire life. Sure. And um, and I've definitely I've definitely been critical. Who's your Who's your all time favorite wrestler? Um, I don't know. It depends what day you ask me. Um, Dusty Rhodes. Yeah. It's very far up there for me. Yeah, I kind of knew that one actually. The American Jake, Dream. Jake Roberts for me is top three. Jake's, Jake's cool. Jake was really good. He's top three. Uh, uh, Terry Funk. Now, so with 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 uh, Cactus Jack. Yeah, Mick Foley. He, he was so like which he which was persona like, which persona of Mick Foley is your shit? Like which, oh, which persona Jack, is the Cactus best? Jack, Cactus Jack. Mankind and Dude Love, like they were, they were cool, and the, 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 what he did with it was awesome. But I was a big fan of his before he ever became Mankind, because like, yeah. I was always a nerdy wrestling fan, and like he was, you know, he was well known among like wrestling fans. And then like he just sure. happened to coincide with WWE when it when it boomed with like Steve Austin and Attitude Era and all that crap. So, so you're but, you're well aware of what you're well aware of how Tom Segura feels about pro wrestling correct yeah, i saw that whole thing i thought like the reaction so, how do you feel how do you feel how do you feel, how do you feel about how he feels about pro wrestling? <laughs> like okay think, hold on like, though hold on do, do you think that they're worse <laughs> do you think that they're worse than larpers <laughs> uh, professional wrestlers i mean they no, professional pay, wrestling like fans, fans are they worse because our professional, our professional wrestlers really like the comparison to LARPers, right? They're people that are kind of like, you know, pretending to fight, right? Yeah, I'm, how bad, I'm just how watching bad it. This I guess I'm being a wrestling. fan of a LARPer, I guess it's even worse, you know? How bad is wrestling without the fans? How hard um, is that to watch? It's very it's, hard for me to watch. It's pretty difficult. Um, I don't really watch WWE at all anymore. That was Like UFC sick. without fans? extremely easy to watch yeah. definitely i like i, I almost yeah. like it more i, I almost know. would prefer fans never show up to a fight ever I, again i love yeah, it no. you hear everything and all that but with, yeah, with and, you, the, and you'll get when guys who work guys are on the ground for five seconds look just throwing them up yeah what are you fucking doing in the house like Dude, they're gonna mic. I think they're. I think they're gonna put microphones all over the octagon so that we can still get that same environment yeah because i don't i don't like the, the fans and the fans in MMA are terrible. Like, like yeah, MMA absolutely, fans. Absolutely. Like, well, I, I don't. I don't want to like you. Know, I'm an MMA fan, but like the guys, the guys that go to a fight in Vegas are typically just awful. You know, like yeah. they're just terrible. So. Yeah. It, it reminds me a lot of uh, Pride with it now being a little quiet. Like it was always quieter. Yeah. Fights, I felt. I don't know. Maybe it was just the way they mic'd it, but. That's the way it. Japanese wrestling is too. Yes. Yeah. It is a it's a little more rambunctious now than it used to be, but I mean like back in like when I used to watch those tapes in the nineties, you know. Um oh, yeah, they're like they're like Yeah. <laughs> and then like when something really big would happen, they go, Oh <laughs> <laughs> I love that shit, man. <laughs> yeah. So what's your what's your favorite what, what's your favorite era of wrestling? Um Are you a golden era guy? What's a golden era? Well, I was hoping you would explain that. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> like WWF, Hulk Hogan, WCW, Junkyard yeah. Dog. Maybe yeah. What's WCW? Because you had, well, because you had like the whole thing. You had like the like the boom in the late eighties. So you know, when I was a you know, I was like seven, eight, nine, ten years old when like that big boom in the in the late eighties happened. Yeah. That's when I that's when I was a fan. Yeah, that's when yeah. I became a fan. I stopped. And, I stopped being a fan before like. 
your uh, stone cold Steve Austin came about. You know what I mean? Like I was yeah. done. Bef- I was done before that. I, I was a closet before. fan. Like, uh, I, like I wasn't like really at, but like I would still like. Um, I watched a lot of WCW watching. then, like in like the early nineties, like yeah. the, the the Saturday Night Show at six o'clock. Like I watched Bam Bam like, Bigelow, yeah, cartwheeling it, across the fucking <laughs> ring. <laughs> but then what happened was so I was still like kind of, I was still kind of, kind of following it, you know. I I'd still watch it on a pretty a fairly regular basis, but I wasn't like going to school like you see what happened on wrestling because that was just lame. So I was, you know, like I was just kind of watching on my own. Um, and then like what happened was it was 96 within like a few months of each other. Like I got the internet, like I saw ECW for the first time and then like Hulk Hogan joined the NWO and the NWO started like it all happened in a few months. And then it was like, Oh, it's on now. Like, and then I like that really, really into it. You know, there was that big spark, that big spark right there. Yeah. Yeah. So how how, really how cheesy was the Roman Reigns fucking uh, ambulance fucking bullshit? You're still on that. That was like two years ago, man. <laughs> I'm still I'm still pissed about that Get stupid as shit, man. I can't, dude. I can't. I can't. Like something something ridiculous happened in professional wrestling, like, yeah. I don't dude. I, like, <laughs> dude, I was already I was already done with it, and then that happened, and yeah. then that that followed up with Tom Segura talking about how the fans are worse than Larpers, and then I was like, yeah. I just want to have coffee with Tom Segura. That's all. <laughs> just coffee and be like, you know what? I'd like just... to have coffee with Tom Segura. Like I don't. <laughs> I would like, love to. Yeah. Like like it's not it's like anybody that's like. You know, like uh, there's reasons I like pro wrestling, but like I totally get why people think sure. it's really stupid. Like yeah. it's and anybody that's like, no, you just don't get it. Like no, like of course they don't get it because it's stupid. But like I like it, so who cares? Well, and like know? so here's the thing: I've watched I've watched wrestling with you. I've watched like huge events with you. Yeah, and uh, and you laugh the whole time. Yeah, and and it is enjoyment, and you totally get you get it. Yeah, and, and, like, and it's like what's funny though. Watching it now. Like, dude, dude, it's it's the it. it's the people like when I'm like, dude, it's fake, and they're like, no, it's not, and I'm like, no, it totally is because it's dude, scripted who, and pre-planned. It's fake. Who and in that's 2020 fine. is saying wrestling is fa- is not fake? Like, who's saying that's real? Like, like I don't plenty know. of people, dude. I let me post. I'll post something. <sighs> watch, watch when this episode comes out. I'll post this minute because that's like, what I do is post a minute of these <laughs> fucking clips. I'll post a minute. Of <laughs> there are shit. a lot of people out there. I have definitely, I've definitely, I've definitely seen like like mentally disabled people at wrestling shows. I don't get woke. Then that makes Dude, my sense. My boy, but- check this out. I I will post this minute clip. And my boy Dave Turner will flip the fuck out. He my, was, <laughs> my biggest thing with that is I, like you, man. Like I don't I don't care. Like I, everybody should know that it's fake by now. And if you're a fan of it, then you're a fucking fan of it. Like, like are they athletes? Uh, I don't know. They take steroids and jump off ropes. Uh, they, like, it like, is what it is. They're it's athletic. It's athletic. Like it's. I mean, it's it's a one of those things. I, I think I think is definitely a lot more athletic and a lot more difficult than like most people give it credit for. Like I'll give it probably that. so. Probably more. They, I, like they do. They yeah. do more than I give them credit for. I can admit to that. Well, the th- and the thing is too, like, I mean, there's, there's no season, right? I mean, I, I think like somebody that's going out there and doing like a 15, 20 minute, like professional wrestling match is about equivalent to like playing, you know, high level football games. Well, and so and in the past 60 times a year, they do that, you know, 250 times a year. You know? So in the, in the late, in the late eighties, early nineties, we saw some extremely long matches as well, especially that early nineties. 
There yeah. was some really long, like the Undertaker had some really, really, really long matches. Like had too long of matches sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. yeah. But they did. I think they did go a little longer though, didn't they? Back then, in general. Um. No. I would actually. I would actually go the other longer now. I would say. I would say. I would say now on yeah. average the matches okay. are longer. The thing is now, like people. I don't watch people, much now. So yeah, people like a lot of people watch wrestling, and I do to a certain degree. Like to like kind of like judge how they're doing it, <laughs> you know. Like it's weird. Like there's like this whole there's like a five star sure. system, and there's like these people that like rate the matches. And it's about the work rate, and you know all exactly. this, oh, this yeah. all this crap. Like it's like it's a whole thing, you know. Well, and then there's the other side of wrestling that's just like the story, you know, and the psychology of it and all of that. But then there's like the actual like physical, you know, sport of it yeah. that like people are really the, into. The technical are really into. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The talking, uh, the talking in. Like yeah, like the, yeah, the, the, the way the way they call it, the, the way they bump, like the way they like they, you know, like you'll see, like but yeah, there's know, better better wrestlers than others. Yeah, like, like some guys, will, some guys will like when they land on the mat, they'll kind of do it like all awkwardly. But then you'll see somebody like like Shawn Michaels back in the day that would like land and then do like a flip and then just uh, just like sell it. <laughs> well, there's like an art form to it, you know, mm -hmm. for sure. So, uh, fa favorite match of all time. match of all the time i'm gonna probably name something then like after we're gonna do this I'm like no i should have said that um, <laughs> i hope so, you do yeah um i grew up watching i had a tape of wrestle 89 the rick flair ricky steamboat absolutely match. i've watched that match that and that's one that i watched a whole lot um that's that's about as good as it gets there's some modern stuff that's been really good especially some of the japanese stuff like omega and okada and all of that. Um, if you're looking for like, just like, if, if anybody's going to watch, like spend a half hour watching professional wrestling, though, that you're, you know, that used to be a fan, you're not whatever. Royal Rumble 1992 is the one you should watch. It's just like every single, it's like the last gasp of eighties wrestling. Like every single dude is in it. It's like the best Royal Rumble ever. Like the, it's, it's the fantastic. Giant, the giants in there. Yeah, it's you know it's it's Ric Flair and Hulk Hogan and Randy Savage, and Roddy Piper. And, I mean, it's just like yeah. every single dude is <laughs> the lineup, the yeah. fucking lineup. <laughs> right, right, and it's just sort of like that last gasp of '80s wrestling. It's just it's the it's the best world we'll ever. I, w I went to something at uh, down in Cincinnati. I guess was that the, might have been at the Gardens right around that time because that was when I was really into it. Yeah. See, that's that's what I wasn't really watching that much. Like, yeah. I kind of would flare with the WF. I kind of, I, I remember watching some of that stuff. And I went to WrestleMania eight, but that was just because like my dad's buddy like took me and his son, and I was like, oh yeah, sure, I'll go see WrestleMania eight. But like, I didn't watch, I didn't watch WrestleMania seven. I haven't watched any pay per views since like WrestleMania six, probably. Like, I, it wasn't like I touched Hulk Hogan. <laughs> when I when I went and saw uh, ECW at, at Dayton at the Harrita. I touched a Devon Dudley. His head was all bloody, and I had like like Devon Dudley's blood all over my hand. I was like, <laughs> Blood's way cooler than touching somebody. Yeah, yeah. So like, I better like I better get washed this off. Like, <laughs> I once saw Regis Philbin on the internet. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I touched Hulk Hogan. Have you touched Hulk Hogan? Dude, if I if I had touched Hulk Hogan, like, if I had just like reached out, like just like barely tapped Hulk Hogan's yeah. shoulder when I was like nine years old, eight years yeah. old. How old were you, Sean? 
I don't remember. It was probably around there. Ten. Like, I was se- he was seventeen years old, and I was like, <laughs> "Bro, I would have gone. I would have gone to Show and Tell, and Show and Tell just would have been my hand. I'd have been like, I touch. Like, it would have been. Yeah. I had to like, like yeah. climb in between people and reach my hand through that metal fencing, and mm-hmm. I got him as he walked by. It was awesome. What part of his body did you touch? I think it was his hand or maybe leg. Leg. Total leg. Yeah. You're a leg, dude. You're I'm a leg, man. Him up. Leg. Yeah. Was yeah. it like was it like like in the thigh area or like down like I mean where were we? Upper rear leg. Did it feel like a, a little smack? Did it feel like a baby seal? <laughs> it did. I tight had a lot, and a lot tight of and smooth handling baby seals. Did you guys you guys saw the video of Hulk Hogan and Bubba the Love Sponge's wife, right? Yep. Yes. Oh, yeah. You you unfortunately had to had to have that seared <laughs> in your brain for the rest of your life, right? Yeah. Like it's just his like hot dog skin, but just his like completely like pasty white ass. Wait, white just, ass. Tan oh lines and all. Oh. You got a nice, uh, you got a little nice uh, mustache, little Hulk Hogan mustache girl. You got the chops in the side. Yeah. I like yeah. that. Yeah. It's like I haven't really been trimming it all that much. I've just decided I'm growing this out till uh, the election's over. <laughs> yeah, the, the year the year 2020 doesn't stop fucking giving, right? Yeah. So like, shit has hit the fan now. So the president of the United States of America <laughs> has coronavirus. He has the China virus and uh, the China plague. And on top of the China plague, uh, he's had a, a consistent um, fever the entire day today, and he was taken to Walter Reed uh, Military Medical Center, right? I, I just saw that he was, they, they've confirmed that he was having respiratory issues. Mm-hmm. So um, that's interesting. Uh, yeah. Sean and I talked about this <laughs> before we started recording, and I said that I would place I would place a large amount of money on the fact that the President of the United States of America may die. Anyway, uh, <laughs> if it is a conspiracy, how do you how do you spin it? <laughs> if it so we're just going from the framework that it must be a conspiracy, right? <laughs> everything, yeah. right? Everything. Has everything. To be. I don't think it is. I don't think it is. I think it's no. it's too it's too late in the game to do that because yeah. he's on he's on audio. Or is it a hail mary? No, right. I don't. If he's right. having rest- like a- and I, I told, I told Sean before this too, with all the, with all the financial trouble that he's put his entire family into, did yeah. he, ex- did, did he accept a payout to accept this virus? <laughs> to, you know, like he's got, he's got to follow through with it, and Dude, then your family, so every, all that's gone. All that's gone. So all everything, you, everything you know about this man, do you think that he would voluntarily get an illness and and die? To help his family. Like, he's, he's, here's why. Here's why. Here's why I do think it, it's plausible. So he consistently um, sought out uh, affirmation from his father. That was yeah. that, like his whole life. Like he just wanted his father to be proud of him. Right. And his father financially took care of the entire fucking family. Right. So now that his father's gone. Um, if he could financially take care of his family and make this whole shit go away, yeah. Psychologically, for him, is that a whole like? Is that him fucking seeking? Like, is that approval because he took care of his family or similar in the way that his father took care of could be. His family? Let me throw this at you. 
right. and that's all. I took some sociology classes, and I think that he's fucking <laughs> crazy, cra- like super crazy. But that makes sense. Like that's a plausible fucking like to take hatred away from the dude and just look at it on like a mental level. Like I think the motherfucker's just trying to get fucking approval from a dead father. Let me throw this at you. Let me throw this scenario at you. So he has been going to every week, multiple events, right? Filled with people. Oh, absolutely. None of of them are wearing a mask because, (laughs) because everybody's gone insane in the year 2020. And right. And so therefore, you look like like all the politicians that are, that are getting sick are all Republican politicians. Cause if they go, if they go to a town hall meeting, if they go, if they go to one of these events, they're wearing a mask, they get booed off the stage, (laughs) you know, like it's, and everybody in the crowd is it because, you know, they, they've bought into this QAnon bullshit. Like, I think they're all just, and they, and they all, you know, like everybody in the administration, like they all have, they all have to be around each other. Like, and they're all starting, you're seeing them just all start to get it now because it's going around the room there. Q, QAnon's about as real as Antifa. Well, and the advisor, the advisor <laughs> Hicks just got it like right before, announced the day before that he got it. His yeah. Advisor. As, as advised, it's like his closest advisor got yeah. it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I did hear something about when he went to the uh, debates that he arrived late and didn't get to take a test. Well, and, and it was it was it was all it, an, it was all an honor too. system. It was all on an honor system though, too. Like everyone that showed up to this first debate, uh, it was all an honor system that you had tested and tested negative before you even sure. showed up. So like, if it's just an honor system, if it's a dude that's saying it's a hoax, do you think he got fucking tested before? He just went, I'm the president. Did you test negative? I'm the president. Did you test negative? Did you, do you know who I am? Sure. Or if there's any conspiracy theory, how about this? Like he knew he had it going into the bait. Right. But he right. knew he could, he could announce it right before that. So they go, okay, let's do this. Let's, let's do this debate. And yeah. That's probably why show. he was so off the and fucking couple, wall. And then, a, and then a couple days later, we're going to say, hope you're going to, you're going to take the bullet here. You have it. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, and then like, you know, it, cause and then like, cause he's already, they're already putting him in the hospital yeah. at this point. Right. So he's, it, it seems like he's probably had it for a few days. Right. You know, I mean, that, that's, that, to me, that's a, that's a more plausible conspiracy theory than like, I like than the, then, you know, the, the dark hand, you know, I, yeah. so what do we do? What do we do? <laughs> what do we do with like a month and a half of uh, president Pence? Um, but not a, not a month and a half of president Pence. Cause like it's swearing in until January 20th. It's true. Oh yeah. Until then. Yeah. You have like three months of president. Pence. Mm-hmm. Who, um, does Pence, who does Pence pardon? Everybody. everybody. I think I do. Some some kid named Kyle would be his first fucking. Party. There's gonna be a lot of tickled buttholes. That's for sure. Yeah, it's <laughs> that's some, to me. To me, that's gonna be the most interesting thing if Biden wins. Is like some dude whose last happen. name. Some dude whose last name rhymes with Hitten House will get a fucking pardon. <laughs> oh God! But like that two and a half months in between the election and the inauguration, like what are the, what are the, what are they going to do? Oh, because it's mm-hmm. been pretty craven up until here. You know? That's when they'll, they'll sell the constitution to France. 
<laughs> right. Sell the Statue of Liberty back. Like, here. <laughs> get, get rid of this. We don't believe in it anymore. <laughs> right. Yeah. Just to take that. I mean, scrap, what's the scrap value now for bronze or whatever? What is it made out of? I don't know. Is, it, is, it, made of, is it made of bronze? Uh, that would be I'm sure there's got to be a lot of copper in it. We all know. We all know that scrap's good. It's right? copper because yeah. it, sta- it stains. Right. <laughs> we're we're working class enough to know that you know copper's the copper's what you really want to. <laughs> copper really what you really, really want. Really, really, really oh want. fuck! Is that house abandoned? Let's get in there and get the pipes. <laughs> Dude, so many. When I, used to, I used to do, when I used to do plumbing, it was just like all the time. Like we'd walk in, like oh, we just put the. Uh, we just put the pipes in two days ago, and now they're gone. I guess we're putting them in again. <laughs> 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 hey, the uh, just so you know, the uh, the Statue of Liberty right now scrap value is about two hundred and twenty-seven thousand six hundred and ten dollars. I, I ain't worth shit. Our liberty isn't worth shit, fellas. <laughs> Thirty-one tons of copper and one hundred and twenty-five tons of steel. Yeah. Copper. So I'm guessing the, the skin I think is. Mill, I don't know what you're talking about. Like the yeah. skin's copper. I'm assuming the structure is steel. Hey, I'm gonna steal the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus! I'm tagging the FBI on these Instagram posts. That'd be a hell of a heist movie. Yeah, Nick Cage definitely. Nick Cage would fund it, dude. He's got fucking debt to pay. National <laughs> Treasure Six or whatever they are now. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like so that. So, Joe, Joe, who you got? Who you got in the World Series? Oh, the Reds are on. I have no idea what's going on after that. Uh, <laughs> Reds, are, Reds are gone. Oh, yeah. uh, uh, Miami. I'll take Miami. <laughs> Lake, Lake, Lakers or Heat? Oh, Lakers. Lakers are gonna. I think. The Lightning won the Stanley Cup. What's the score, Pat, right now? Uh, uh, Lakers are up by like 15. I think it was 79, yeah. 79, right. 54, whatever. Knew you were watching. Yeah. yeah, you knew if that team clicked, whatever they they were just going to. I put money on the Lakers this evening. Yeah. Heat's got a uh, few guys out. A couple, couple crucial guys out. The, the Heat had some guys out that they don't want out, and uh, I, I I took the Lakers minus ten and a half. Not much. It was a fifty dollar wager. I, I mean, I'm, but you know what? As Joey Diaz always says, "Let me see your motherfucking slip. Let me see that bet slip. Don't talk <laughs> shit. Don't say I knew it was gonna. I knew it was gonna play out this way. You cocksucker." Uh, being somebody like, spent a, a long time around around gambling addicts, uh, you know, working at bars and stuff. Absolutely, like, they we talked about that. Yeah, yeah, they love to tell you about when they win. Like they love to talk about when they win. But like, yeah, I'll tell you, never, you about. I'll tell you about when I lose. <laughs> you never check this out. Check this out, man. I was betting. I was betting per inning over under half a run. Right. I started out with. I deposited twenty dollars. And I was betting on over under half a run per inning, and I just hit a string of fucking innings on under half a run. <laughs> so I went from like twenty to four hundred dollars within like seven innings. You know what I mean? And then I take my four hundred bucks and I start betting it on tennis games and like per game. And uh, and I kept taking the favorite, and the favorite typically wins. And you pretty much just double up on that bet. But I was just yeah. taking the favorite. And then, uh, dude, I was up four grand 
and uh, from twenty dollars up to four thousand dollars, and you know, and then you, you guys have done. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, you guys have done. <laughs> you guys have done uh, controlled substances with me, and you know that I do not know how to stop marijuana. <laughs> Right, dude. I I, mar- I can't stop smoking marijuana when I was a teenager, and uh, when I was a teenager, we're past that. We're adults, and uh, so I bet four thousand dollars on a fucking tennis game, and I lost. <laughs> worst part, want to know the worst part of the whole bet? I had already told Amy. <laughs> I told my wife, "We're getting the roof." I won four grand. <laughs> I won four thousand dollars. This is gonna be dope. And then, like the next morning, she was like, "When's that money gonna hit the account?" And I was like, "It ain't. It's not. It's not. It ain't. You only, you only lost twenty dollars. So I only lost. And, but she did not accept that. No. <laughs> she thought I lost four thousand dollars. Yeah. 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 I had a I had a bookie for like three weeks. And then I was like, I'm good on this. Dude, I, I, <laughs> I got too much anxiety, man. I, that's just stressing me <laughs> out. I can't be doing that, man. I've gambled, I have gambled online enough that there are bookies in New York that I guess buy people's information. Yeah. Like I get, I get calls from dudes that sound like they're in basements in New York. Like, just wire me $500 and then I'll, uh, I'll double it up and I'll bankroll. I'll put you in our bankroll system. And I was like, fuck your bankroll system. <laughs> it sounds like you're in a basement. You should be on the 52nd floor. You fuck. <laughs> Not sending you 500. Just give me your credit card information. How about you just, no, <laughs> no, no, thanks. Not doing that. Pass on that. This episode is brought to you by Budweiser. It's not going to show up. There we go. Drinking, bud. You drinking anything? What are you drinking, Joe? Uh, let's see. I got, I got Coors Light. Oh yeah, Breakfast of Champions. Right and uh, we're also and, drinking a little Remus. And, and Wild Turkey One Hundred and One. That's the jam right there, man. I just Whoops. finished the bottle. I need to re up on my Wild Turkey. I got a little Four Roses, um, small batch select that Pat grabbed me. From man, the- these bottles really fuck up that background, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Well, don't use a background. Not dude, that background's dope, dude. <laughs> I like uh, the city. I like the cityscape better. Well, Joe, I appreciate you being on. Of course, yeah, it was man. good to catch up with you. Yeah. We should I know, hang I out. I haven't talked soon. to you in a while. I know, I know. Dude, I've just been a hermit. I've been a straight hermit. Me too, dude. Like I work, I, I've been, I, I've been working from home. Like until like this week, you know, they brought us back to the office because whatever. Um. <laughs> And uh, so, yeah, like, it's just like, I haven't, I haven't like eaten in a restaurant or like nope. drank it in a bar since, you know, like, I haven't I done, like, ate, anything. I ate at a, I ate at a really good, it's a new taco spot in Covington, Zapata. Yeah. Uh, Zapata Cantina. Uh, really, really good spot. I went there with, my, uh, so Dan, Dan Sanchez, he was on the last episode. Yeah. Uh, the la- one of the last times he was in town, we ate at uh, Rich's Proper in Covington. And when we were there, uh, Bill Whitlow, a friend of mine, uh, he owns and, and operates uh, Rich's Proper. His friend that started Zapata just happened to be in Rich's. And he's from Chicago, and Dan was there, and Dan's from Chicago. So they started talking. 
and uh, Dan really wanted to hit this place up when they opened. So he was in town the last couple of days and we hit that spot and man, the, the owner, the bartender, like, dude, we got, they, they catered the house to us, man. It was fantastic. So, uh, get some carry out or fucking dine in at Zapata. Zapata. Uh, camp camp. Yeah. Zapata. Z-A-P-A-T-A. Zapata. It looks, it looks really good. I'm interested to try it for sure. I had to, I had the Del Mar and, uh, dude, it was honey um spicy candied pecans shrimp tempura uh dude it was absolutely fantastic and they have really good mezcal recommendations because they i mean they've got good bottles of mezcal Ooh, I, like, I, I do i do like a nice mezcal i would the the, the bartender there uh david he knows what he's he knows what he's doing. Yeah, when you, sure. when you were, when you, when you, when you, I've I've been with a few people that really do what they were talking about with like mezcal tequila and like it's yeah. a whole nother ball game where like you know it's it's how like most people around here are with like bourbon like it's a whole nother thing. Like, when I explain I explained to him I explained to him like what I know about bourbon and um, and I was like with what you now know what I like in bourbon now that you I mean you know mezcal. Give yeah. me a recommendation that you think would fit in with what I what I do enjoy. Yeah, and he did a great job, man. Did a great job. They the, that place is fantastic. Cool. I'll check it out. Hey, hit me up sometime, Joe, man. I, yeah, we need you soon, man. For yeah. sure. Yeah, come hang out, dude. I'm doing bare minimum. I <laughs> I ain't going anywhere either. I mean, look at him, yeah. dude. He wears his sunglasses at night. You know. Yeah. You're goddamn right. Corey Hart? There, there. A, nah, look. MF I bought these sunglasses. I can't see a fucking thing out of these. MF and blue blockers. This shit is ridiculous. Nice. <laughs> 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 they do look dope. I should have worn these the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you should have. Yeah, well, you fucked up. Any, anything, anything to cover up any of that face. Is probably yes, you're exactly. telling me. Hey, the state. You want a bag? <laughs> Next episode, I'll be in a brown bag. That's yeah. awesome. That's I'll awesome. send. I'll send you. I'll send you a luchador mask. You know? oh. <laughs> I, got, I got a couple here. Yeah, I, I, know, I think you have a couple, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. yeah. All right, Joe. Fucking thanks for talking to us, man. See you. Thank you, See you brother. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Peace.